This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here, founder of Relatable. Welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, let me know. Definitely drop a comment and let me know what you think after you listen, of course. And if you are a regular, hi, welcome back. You know we're in for an amazing episode. I am so excited for today's episode. And I'm excited because I actually have a personal story that I want to tell you. I love when I can come to you and not only share my expertise, but share with you how all of the stuff we talk about here is actually playing out in my own life. So today's episode is all about receiving and rejecting love fascinating, right? It's a fascinating topic that I cannot wait to dive into. But I want to start by telling you a story of something that just happened in my own marriage. So last week, I got upset with my husband. Yes, I get upset with my husband. I'm human. And when it happens, what I do is I clean it up. It's actually a concept that I teach my clients that we are human and that we are going to get upset. We are going to potentially overreact and say things out of anger and frustration rather than giving ourselves the time to calm down and access higher thinking. We sometimes just have these knee-jerk reactions. And that happened to me the other week. And I... The funny thing is, though, I have to just give this caveat, right? When I get upset, (laughs) it's very different than like maybe some of how you guys get upset, right? And that's not said with any judgment, but I just talk very firm, but very calmly, but with a lot of emotion. And I knew I was angry because I could feel it in my body. And I was not speaking from a place of love, but I was speaking really from a place of how what was happening was impacting me. I was being very self-focused and just communicating to my husband all of the ways that I was upset in that moment. So I go on in this conversation with him, and then the conversation ends. And then I am like immediately convicted that like, okay, Siobhan, you totally overreacted, right? Like after I had the conversation with him, I no longer felt anger in my body. I was much more peaceful and calm. And I realized, okay, well, you just made a mess. Now you have to clean it up. So I sat and thought about it. You know, I went about my morning, dropping the kids off, doing all of that stuff. And I was just thinking in my mind, like, how did this happen? What 
where did I, you know, not do what I wanted to do when I think about the wife that I am and the how the person is that I want to be. And I did all of the processing, all this stuff I teach you for those of you that are my clients or that just listen to the things that I say. I did all of it. And I'd made up in my mind that I was going to reach back out to my husband and apologize um, not, you know, condoning what happened, but just sharing how much I felt like I overreacted. So before I could even do that, though, he sent me a text apologizing. And that only convicted me even more. I was like, oh my goodness, here he is apologizing and I'm feeling bad. And so I, you know, with all of a heartfelt response, explained to him how badly I was feeling because I should have calmed myself down. And we're, it's just like this love fest of like, no, I'm sorry, but no, I'm sorry. And it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. I'm so proud of that moment. But here's what happened that like is the kicker. Later that evening, he came home with this gorgeous bouquet of flowers. And when I saw them, I immediately felt like, oh my gosh, I don't deserve this, right? Like I don't deserve this outpouring of love. And now some of you are listening to that and you're like, well, of course he got you flowers because he must have done something wrong and he was apologizing and the flowers were just his way of reinforcing his apology, right? And some of you may have had that example happen in your life. And I didn't really focus on that. I really focused on how I felt in the moment of where I didn't necessarily show up as my best self earlier in the day and how even in spite of that, my husband overwhelmed me with his love because he knows my love language and I love gifts and I love flowers and all of those girly things. And he did it anyway, almost in spite of the fact that I wasn't my highest self. And so we actually had a conversation about this later and I shared with him you know, how I felt about it. And what he told me was this. He was like, well, you know what? I had already decided that I was going to give you flowers on that day. He's like, even before this conversation had happened and we had this, um, you know, tense moment, he's like, I had already made up a mind, like, you know, today is a good day to give Siobhan some flowers. And so after this interaction happened that was less than pleasant, he was confronted with a choice, right? Do I still give her these flowers that I had already made up in my mind that I was going to buy for her or do I skip it? And he chose to get them. And in my conversation with him about all of this, because we're processing it, because that's kind of what we do, we're a little geeky that way, I shared with him how impactful that was to me. How, how undeserving I was feeling of his love in that moment and how his decision to still show me an overwhelming and abundance of love shifted me even more, right? It made me love him even more for how he was loving me and showing love to me in what was earlier in the day, a very unlovable moment. And I love that he was the model and he raised and elevated the standard of how we operate in a marriage, 
by showing me I'm going to love you anyway. I'm going to go out of my way to love you anyway when you gave me something to not love at all. And so in the moment where I felt so unworthy of receiving these flowers, so unworthy of receiving his love, it made me really ponder this concept and this notion of rejecting love and receiving love and what it's all about and how we do that both consciously and unconsciously, both explicitly and implicitly in our lives and especially in our marriage. So I wanna come to this conversation with you just posing a few questions. And I want you to think for yourself, do you know how to receive love? Do you actually know how to receive love? When your husband shows love to you, how do you feel? Even if you have to go way back in your mind (laughs) to find a time where you felt like he was showing love to you, how do you feel and what do you think? What do you think in that moment when he is expressing or demonstrating his love to you in a very tangible and noticeable way? What goes through your mind? And when it comes to where your marriage is now, I want you to seriously consider and ask yourself this question. Are you open and available to receive love? Are you actually open and available to receive love from your husband? Now, here's the thing. And I hear this every time I talk with any woman who is considering hiring me as her coach. Um, We most want to feel love in our marriage. Like we most want to know and feel and experience the love of our husband. But we never consider, do we actually have the capacity to receive his love? Are we capable of fully recognizing and welcoming into our heart the love that he has for us? And I want you to just, again, think back to when he was showing love to you or when he is showing love to you. Does it feel like weird and out of place? Like, why are you being so nice to me? Like, why are you doing this? Or does it feel comfortable? Does it feel natural? Does it feel like the natural order of things, right? I live right now on the Northeast Uh, coast. And I grew up in the South though, right? So living in New Jersey and being in the New York area, I am very conscious of just how people just go about their own lives with sort of like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm focused on. Like, I don't notice you, right? And in the South, (laughs) it's not that way at all, right? People say hi to you, like unsolicited. They want to really know how you're doing. And I always find myself, whenever I return to the South and people are just, you know, a slower pace of life and they really do care about you and are thinking about you and are interested in you and not just themselves, it feels a little awkward. Like, what? Like, why are you looking at me? Why are you smiling at me? Why are you asking me how I am? Like, I don't have time for that right now, right? (laughs) 
And I think the same thing happens in our marriage sometimes, right? Like when our husbands, you know, overflow with love for us, and especially when we've been in a difficult season or a challenging time, it just feels a little awkward. It feels out of place. Like, I don't know how to receive this love right now because I've been so angry at you. I've been so upset with you. And I think what happens is we sabotage it. We sabotage it, that he reaches out to us to make connection, to develop a bond and intimacy and to demonstrate his love for us. And we are so used to being disappointed. We are so used to being upset. We are so used to being hurt that we reject the love he's actually trying to give us, especially when that love does not look like the way we think it should look when he's not saying the exact thing we think he should say, when he's not doing the exact thing we think he should do, we dismiss it, right? So I wanted to share with you three very specific ways of how you might be rejecting love in your marriage right now. Now I want you to really think about this. If love is the experience you most want to have, love is the thing you most want to feel from your husband, why in the world would you reject it? But I think you do. And here are three ways. One, I think you may be rejecting love in that you have a mindset of it's not enough, right? You are still very much focusing on what is missing in the marriage, And this happens a lot when you've been in a rough patch or in a difficult season in your marriage for a long time. It just feels like you're in a hole, like this hole that you can never dig yourself out of. And so even the one day that he's really nice to you, even the one day he's really loving towards you, it is just like a small drop in the bucket and it feels like it's not even making a difference. It's almost negligible because so many other things in your mind are going wrong. And so we generate and regenerate and recreate this experience of it's not enough. I call it like it's not enoughness. I know that's not a word, but it makes sense in this context where it's just not enough and it's not enough. So I don't notice it. It doesn't matter. It's not making a difference. And so I reject it. You reject it. We all reject it because I think all of us struggle with this. The second way I think you may be rejecting love in your life and in your marriage is by withholding your own love. How many times do you just sort of hold back or lean back because you feel like you've been giving so much? You feel like you've been the one putting forth the effort. And when that happens, you're really just saying to love, like, I don't want you. Right. Imagine love is just this person, this beautiful, wonderful, amazing person, God, really, (laughs) that is just always present, like sitting right next to you right now, looking at you, longing for you to invite him into your life. And you are withholding yourself from your husband. You're not going to say that nice thing to him. You're not going to do that nice thing for him. You're not going to respond in the most loving and kind way because you feel like he's not loving you enough. And so you withhold your love. And I think what you don't realize sometimes is that by withholding your love, you place a barrier to receiving the love that you actually want. 
And so just think about it for yourself. How often do you consciously withhold your love from your husband? And why do you do that? The third way I think you may be rejecting love is just discounting it, right? You discount it and you minimize it, right? So some of the things your husband may be doing as his way of loving you, you just feel like he should be doing it anyways. It's just the basics. He's not going above and beyond. And so you discount it. You minimize it. It doesn't even matter. You don't even notice. And I got to tell you, when he feels like he's doing something out of love for you and he feels like he's making an effort and you don't even notice, it's really defeating, right? Like you've experienced that. You've experienced doing something for someone and showing up for someone in a certain way and they don't even notice or they discount it or minimize it. It makes you not want to do it at all. And I just want you to think about, are you doing that in your marriage? Is that happening right now? Did it happen yesterday? Did it happen this morning already? Maybe so. So I want to leave you with how to actually receive love. Because again, in your marriage, that's what you want the most is to receive your husband's love. And the first thing I want you to do is really to assess your capacity to receive love. Assess your capacity to even notice love in your life. And I want you to just ask this question. How often do you experience the feeling of love in a day? Do you notice love? Do you consciously look for it? Do you know what it feels like in your body when you are experiencing love? You have to look at what is your capacity to receive it, right? I have a a biological background. And so one of the things I always like to think about is like um, antibodies, right? So antibodies are things that just have receptors for viruses, right? So if we assume that love is like the most beautiful and positive virus that's just trying to get inside of us and we haven't built up enough antibodies within us to actually receive it, then love is just floating around there all the time in abundance, yet we aren't even conscious to it. We can't even notice that it's there. We can't even feel it because we have not... um increased our capacity to actually receive it. And so just for yourself, if you were to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, how present are you to love? Or are you always looking for the ways that it's not there? The second thing I want you to start doing is to notice all the ways love comes to you. There is a book by Dr. Gary Chapman, very popular. You probably have heard of it called The Five Love Languages. And so many of us read that book and we just identify our particular love language. And the way that most women look at it is like, okay, these are my two love languages. Like this is how my husband should love me. 
Like I've told him my love languages. He knows this is how I like to be loved and he still doesn't do it. So he's wrong. And what I want to encourage you to do is to increase your capacity to receive love by developing receptors, by developing a conscious awareness of all of the ways love can come to you. It can come through words of affirmation. It can come through physical touch. It can come through quality time together. It can come through acts of service and it can come through gifts. And so even though you may have a primary and predominant love language, I want you to open yourself up and open your eyes to all of the ways that your husband may be showing love to you that you haven't even looked at because you've been only looking for love for him in one particular way. It's amazing when you do this. It's amazing what you see. I want you to be on a mission to find all of the ways that he loves you. And then the third thing I want you to do is to cultivate love within yourself. How much do you love yourself? Right? And I mean that from how much do you love yourself from the inside and the outside? When you look in the mirror, do you ever think, wow, I am a beautiful person. I am an amazing person. I look good today. I love this part of my face. I love this part of my body. And when you look inside your heart and you look at your character and your qualities and your personality traits, what do you love about yourself? Have you fully cultivated Love within yourself. Because if you haven't taken the time to be intentional to do that, you're never going to fully receive the love of your husband, even if he's giving it to you. It's like you just have a blind spot there and you have blinders on and it doesn't even exist because you don't even know what it is. You don't know what it feels like in your body. You don't know what it's like to love yourself. And that's really important. Because you could be telling yourself the story that you're not getting something that you actually are. And you just don't notice it. So I really want you to just think about, do you have the capacity to receive the love that you actually desire? Are you receptive? Are you putting yourself in a position to actually receive love? Or are you shoving it away? placing barriers, putting up roadblocks, looking for it to be only one particular way. And if you're doing that, I just want you to think about, does it serve you? Does it get you closer to what it is you want in the relationship with your husband? Does it make you happy? Does it give you peace? Probably not. And so if it doesn't, If it doesn't, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to be different after listening to this podcast? How are you going to open yourself up to receive and experience more love in your marriage? Because it's there. It's definitely there. 
So for the next week, until we meet again, I want you to just be really conscious of the ways you reject love or the ways love feels awkward and unnatural and like, why are you doing that for me? That's not right. That's not enough. That's not how I want you to love me. All of that is rejection. And all of it is what you don't want to do. So I hope that you will increase your capacity and increase your comfort to receiving love, to holding love, to inviting love into your heart that you just like bathe in love. Just be love. It's an amazing thing to do. There are times when I'm having a conversation with my husband and I just like take on the energy of love. I'm just like, I am love right now. I love this man. I'm sending him so much love from my heart and it feels amazing. Because guess what? Love is the best thing. There is no emotion greater. There is no force greater. There is nothing more powerful than the force of love. So I want you to stop rejecting it and I want you to position yourself to receive it all of the time. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope this has challenged you. I hope this has inspired you. And guess what? I love you. Thanks for listening. I'll be back with you next week. Bye for now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.